in trouble for um, a ghost story for can, it, can I talk about that? I don't think I can talk <laughs> well, about that. I'm, I'm sworn to never discuss it ever who'd again. Get, who'd you get in trouble from? You don't have to say anything specifically, but somebody has a ghost story, and he didn't believe the ghost story and thought it was humorous. And was it your wife? No. I am not. Not my wife. Saying either. whether I believe the story or not, I just had questions and. I found some of the answers to be entertaining, yeah. and so, that was problematic. And my apologies to the ghost community for <laughs> ghost community making light arms. of a serious issue. Wait a minute. So, who who saw the ghost? Uh, it's irrelevant. It's pro- I shouldn't have brought it. up. I feel probably. like I'm not. I'm being okay. I, I, I don't can, want to get you We can tell you this trouble. off the air. We can we can do a ghost podcast where we talk about. This I just want to really say that it. I didn't bring That's it. That's what I say on. <laughs> Let's move I'm on. I'm a skeptic. I don't believe in ghosts, by the way. I'm a, I'm a skeptic of that. You just haven't met the right ghost yet. True. That's what people say, but it's like when I watch X Files sometimes, and when Scully says like these ghosts are fake and rolls her eyes, I'm like, that's what I think too. This Liz lady knows what she's talking mean? about. And then this dude, she, a coworker, is like, ghosts are real. Uh, a lot of studies show that ghosts, you know he always has some dumbass fact. Okay, let's start the show. Yeah, let's start the show. <laughs> Hello, welcome to Every Damn Thing. It's a podcast where we rank everything. I'm Phil. And I'm Jake, and we're here to guide you through the list of everything. Each episode, we take items and tell you where they rank on the list of everything. The list can be viewed by going to everydamthing.net. You can find a link in the show notes. So, uh, we've known each other for a very long time. Once, while on an expedition to a hidden kingdom deep within the Earth's mantle... If memory serves, we were in search of an ancient artifact known as the Heart of Stone. Yeah, and while we were down there, we met a mysterious dark lady wearing practically nothing other than an impossibly long headdress, into which was stitched a ranked list of everything. Immediately after seeing the list, we committed it to memory, but then a horde of subterranean gypsies, tramps and thieves... Underground undesirables. ...descended upon us. The head gypsy, tramp and thief... Underground undesirable... ...pulled out a gun and bang, bang, shot down the dark lady just like jesse james if i could turn back time i'd keep them from stealing the list which is what they did oh and they also erased our memories of the list we can now only access the list little bits at a time through an extremely scientific process that resembles shooting the shit through this process podcasted for your entertainment and edification we will gradually uncover the list of every damn thing and we're going to be helped today by our friend jason who's joining us yeah that was really strong enough and i do believe i believe that you're going to tell us i'm glad that we got you babe here today (laughs) So the top of the list is what? The number one is singer and musician, uh, Prince. Dancer. Yeah. Lover. A Jehovah Witness. True. That's true. And at the bottom of the list is uh, QAnon, singer, dancer, just, lover. <laughs> it's just everything. <laughs> uh, a beautiful thing, you know? Uh, a wonderful phenomenon. And, uh, and then in the middle, we have crows and the sea. Exactly. Um, so there's 48 things. That's what the list looks like. And today we have our first guest, panelist, to the podcast. Yeah. Jason, friend of the pod. First time, long time. Someone who is making the leap from being in the audience to being in front of the mic. For being your uh, number one fangirl to your first panelist. Yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. So let's do it. Let's put some more things on this. We're going to get to the big five zero today. Yeah, so we'll do um, beauty before age. Uh, oh, wait, youth, hmm. or whatever that is. And Jason will go first. All right, Jason, you go first. What did you bring? What did I bring? Cher. Cher. The Cher. most enchanted songstress, actress activist mother daughter she was a mother i gotta recalibrate so Cher has two sons chaz and elijah blue chaz was made with sunny elijah blue was made with greg allman was Cher married they have a third child greg and Cher made an album 
called All Men and Women. That's the third <laughs> baby. The little known baby that the world is not fully aware of. When I was a kid in New York, Cher was married to a guy they called Bagel Boy. Whoa. He was like a, he worked at a bagel shop and that's how Cher met him. Does she have any kid with that guy? Doesn't sound like it. Maybe a bagel? Is that a- None that we know of. Yeah, it'd be cool if he was shaped like a human bagel. It seems to me Cher's notorious cougar. Is that is that accurate? Maybe in her later years, she may have became a cougar. My sources tell me that she had uh, had relationships in the 80s with Val Kilmer, Eric Stoltz, oh, Tom she- Cruise, and Richie Sambora, who are all... Wait, didn't Eric Stoltz play her little baby boy Whoa, in that, you're right. in that, in that, that movie? That's accurate, he, right? He, his face was misshapen. Yeah. yeah are you talking about Mask? Yeah. Yeah, in Mask. Can we talk about how she got snubbed from the Academy oh, for Mask? Oh, didn't Eric Stoltz get uh, get an award for that or something? But she didn't? I was only paying attention to Cher. What's the greatest thing that Cher's ever done, Jason? Oh, boy. The greatest thing that Cher's ever yeah, done besides what, existing? You, what is her best artistic achievement? If, is it did, was it when she was at Nicolas Cage when they um, in that movie? Uh, was it like a song she did? Like, what is her greatest song? So, Witches of Eastwick is a great movie. I wouldn't say uh-huh. it's her best movie. She won an Academy Award for Moonstruck. I think that's definitely an achievement. That's the one I was thinking of. Uh, yeah. She's halfway to EGOT, I think, right? Mm-hmm. Probably further than that. She's been on right? Broadway. She probably she probably had TV specials back in the day. She she won an Emmy for the Sunny and Cher show. She got like best variety yeah. show actress. So that's, Sunny's a bum. I don't want to hold that against her, but I don't like Sunny. I think he's a bum. I think sorry. He's probably rest a his soul. He's a bad dude. Like he made the world a worse place because he made it so that the copyrights last for like a hundred years oh, instead yeah. of instead of twenty. Because he didn't want to lose those that I got you babe cash that he got coming in. Fortunately, we're raking share today. True. And not yeah, I know. True. That's what I'm saying. And I don't hold anyone's exes against them, so I'm just saying. Yeah, and she would probably not. She would. Okay. I don't so, know. They they had their differences. I know that for sure. When I was growing up, I didn't hear share songs on the radio too much. I, Cher was mostly around as like an actress. I remember the I can't if I could turn back time video. Right. But I don't remember besides Mask. I don't. Th- she wasn't like omnipresent. She wasn't. A, I think in like in the seventies she would have been around all the time. You turn on the TV, she's there. You know, what I mean, you turn on the radio, she's there too. I think if you were watching but, MTV in like 87, 88, 89, 90 even, like she was around quite a bit. Yeah. Do you think it's kind of messed up? She had that song "Half Breed" and uh, and she's not Native American. You know, she's. So, I understand she's singing in this character. Yeah. Uh, you know, Hank Williams is on the list too, and he has Kalijah. Yeah. But he's not singing in first person. So um, I'm just I'm just playing. I'm just you know we, we got to look all around. That's a cultural appropriation a little bit. I mean, Half Breed is on my list of things to talk about. Oh, okay. And, the source I looked at, uh, Wikipedia, revealed to me that she is some part Cherokee. Um, oh, man, that's what everybody yeah, says. Yeah, but this I saw on the internet, so it's got to be true. Uh, oh, okay. And I'm just saying, like, like I've met white people before, and white people always say that they're part Cherokee. It's just something that, like, growing up, I grew up in rural California, and everyone you meet is telling me, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah I'm part <laughs> Cherokee, yeah, blah, blah. I, I thought she's Armenian, I, That's which is cool. It actually surprised me to, to find that she was Armenian because, um, you know, I always thought, like, the first big Armenian sex symbol in America would have been like the Kardashian. Right? Oh, King I Kardashian. thought you were going to say the guy from System of a Down. Oh, that guy too. Yeah, of course. <laughs> I I just realized, oh, that's big. You know, like because it's not an identity that she that she really plays up. You yeah. know what I mean? But um, but she's from LA, of course, and you know that, or just from Southern California. Um, so not a gypsy or a tramp or a thief yeah. either. So maybe that's cultural appropriation. I don't know. I checked out the video for Half Breed on YouTube. Uh, 
-hmm. Jason actually showed me that video for the first time. I didn't know the song existed um, until a few years ago and he showed me it. It's a they don't play it on the radio. It's a neat uh, video. Um, she's wearing something that that some people might say is like inappropriate for her to wear a long headdress. Oh. Other people have oh. been known to say that it's full blown party city level Cherokee drag. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it was a different time. Do you cut her some slack? I don't know. I absolutely cut her. <laughs> yeah, all but the see, slack. that's the thing. We, that we, song we can't. Is we have to be. We got to be hard. We have to be brutal because this list is going to last forever. Where she goes on the list, it's like we can't turn back time is what I'm saying. <laughs> we could dance around the battleship, but we can't actually go back in time. Um, what I can say... I believe that Cher learned from this and grew. Yeah, she probably did. She's a different person I'm now. I'm sure she wouldn't do it again. Um, mm -hmm. That song, what I can say about that song is that watching the video on YouTube, I looked at the comments and I saw... I mean, this might just speak to like who's on YouTube, but I, I didn't see a lot of people complaining about the song. Um, some people did say like, oh, the PC police are going to come get you or like would come get you if you did that song now. But there were a number of people saying this song is an anthem for people like me. I'm half this and half that. Like I'm a mixed race person, including oh, a lot see, of Native Americans. I'm not excusing it. It's not like. Also, back in the 90s, her mom said that she yeah, had I think Cherokee. It's she does have Cherokee. I feel like mm -hmm. if your parents tell you that stuff, this goes back. I mean, you know, that's happened with Liz Warren where it's like, um, I don't blame people for believing what their grandparents tell them. Like their grandparents, if your grandma tells you that you're part Cherokee, you're like, yeah, sure, that sounds cool. And it's like people repeat stuff, you know, that their grandparents tell them. My grandpa told me a lot of things that weren't true, you know? The term half-breed today is problematic. Oh, sure. oh yeah. yeah. But back in the time, I mean, she's she's got some Irish, some English, some German. She's got Armenian in her. Like she has, she's, she's mixed. Yeah. yeah, yeah. When did you, what's your personal history with Cher? My personal history, yeah, I would say it all started with when I, if I can turn back time, like you saw her and she as a child wearing this outfit on the deck of that ship with the horny sailors everywhere, straddling that cannon, yeah, <laughs> as a, a young I, gay way, man. I said not, horny sailors, like not like knowing what was going on, just saying uh, like that. She knows what's up, and watching all the sailors following her around. Mm -hmm. It's like I want some sailors following me around. I want to straddle that cannon. I was. I want to slip into some fishnets. <laughs> <laughs> but I remember thinking like it was like shocking because you didn't see that kind of outfit all the no, time. No, that's you know what I'm saying. Growing up reading comics and loving comics, that's the closest thing to like a, a superhero oh, costume like, in real life represented. Oh yeah, because, to actually see somebody. Well, except maybe Barbarella. Which, yeah, like, yeah, I guess you're right. I mean, and, and obviously like Wonder Woman, but like that, she's oh, she's yeah. wearing like I don't wanna, she's wearing we, granny panties in that in this like. Yeah. What appears to be like an impossibly cut one piece. You know that my wife that informed me that, Ooh, the hair um, too, yeah. that Wonder Woman's butt is padded in the TV show. And I got so mad, I had to like leave the room. I was like, oh, I still had to cry. <laughs> and then she told me that Kurt Russell was wearing these extensions in his hair. That's not uh, true. In the Lost, that's impossible. She told me in, in the Lost Boys that Kiefer oh, Sutherland, that's not his real hair. That's also impossible. I thought that was his real hair too. I got really mad from that. Uh, that's the thing. You get discouraged by things. That's why anyway, they call it movie you, magic. I know, yeah, it's but the magic of the pictures. I know it's like learning, you know, when Teddy learned that Yoda was a puppet. I'm sure it was uh, stressful for him too. So Cher was on the Muppet Show, right? What did she sing? She what did been. Cher sing on the Muppet Show? I don't know. She must have been on it, right? We'll have to. She, we might have to put like, that in the show notes. I'm sure she was on it. She Sonny was, was probably on it with her. My dad was a Cher hater. I don't really know how to explain it. One time, my dad told. I remember him telling me he's like the worst thing in the world to fill is Cher, and I was like, wow. why is that, Dad? He's like, I just really don't like Cher one bit. Maybe so it was like. Question for you: How did your dad feel about David Letterman? <laughs> he was not a David Letterman dude. I know those two didn't get along, right? Yeah, correct. I was just yeah. wondering if it was like he was picking a side. No, he wasn't picking a side. My dad, nothing that he thinks makes any sense. I don't really understand why it was, but he had this thing that he just really didn't like. Share. I don't know what it was. Um, he, it, jealousy. 
pure jealousy. I think that like uh, Sonny and Cher were understood to be, there's a point early in their careers when they got uncool, like they were sort of more vanilla than the rest of like pop culture or like the music scene especially. Yeah, because they, they were TV, they were pop. They were like, it was like Barbie stuff. Yeah. It wasn't Bob Dylan, it was like the Archies or something. Yeah. yeah but I Cher also sang a lot of Bob Dylan songs. Right, yeah, but they, I'm just saying, but they like, like turned it, them into like pop songs, probably. They were on TV, so they were seen as they were interpreted a certain way by the youth. Coach. My dad wasn't like a rock and roll dude, and he, he only like you know what I mean. Right. He wanted to hear Three Dog Night on the radio, and he'd say, you know, it wasn't like that." He just had this thing where he didn't like share. He loved Diana Ross. I, I I don't know what it is, man. The, before I even knew any share songs, my dad was driving in the car, and he was telling me, "You know what? I don't like share." So I was like, "I guess not, Dad." I you know. If he didn't like something, I usually did. So right. you know, it wasn't like I. Back to your question oh. about movies. The first one I saw was Mermaids. Okay. Now which? That came out in the '90s. It has Bob Hoskins. It has Just, Winona Ryder. I was gonna say that's her daughter, right? Yes, she has two daughters. Yep. Christina Ricci. Yeah, it's a star-studded cast. That's weird because Christina Ricci had kind of a thing where she kind of filled the gap that Winona Ryder. She was like, oh yeah, going into roles that Winona Ryder would have done a few years earlier. Yeah, you know, she basically was kind of like a younger sister in terms of the movies you'd see her in. Like she's in the Tim Burton movie, you know. But shared like kind of, I don't want to say goth, but she sort of had that vibe as well too. Sort of a like Angelica Houston, yeah, like, and a, like a dark values. lady, exactly. When I was reading Wikipedia on this, I, I didn't read it all, but I saw something about she had maybe a goth line of books or something that was goth inspired. Well, going back to Barbarella, it was her. She ever played the evil queen in Barbarella, or is she too good-hearted? Can she play an evil person? She's always sympathetic. She's a right? great actress. She can do whatever. If you want her to play that role, uh-huh. she'll you're basically it. telling you're basically saying she can do anything. She's fantastic. <laughs> the best thing Absolutely. she did was be born. It's Cher's world. We're just living in it. Because there's somebody else who I'm gonna I'm gonna give that. Oh, I, that like okay. Yeah, well, I got I got someone in mind. I'm I'm aiming for the top too. You know what I'm saying? So um, she turned down. A leading role in Thelma and Louise. I don't know if she was offered Thelma or Louise. Would she have been an improvement? I'm not sure because the movie's pretty so. good, and I like both uh, both the lead actresses in it. Yeah, how could it have been better? I you bet you they would have beat the cops, jumped over the Grand Canyon, and landed on the other side. Like she would have sung them across. Yeah, exactly. She would have created a magic uh, rainbow thing that you sing, and it comes out of your mouth. Yeah, like a rainbow I'm not bridge. saying it wouldn't happen. Uh, so yeah, a wonderful entertainer with a long career, making people happy, not ever making anybody unhappy except for my dad. I don't really care about his opinion. Yeah, she, she, she has two fragrances. Yeah, she had one back in the '80s, and then she recently came out with one, and it just won an award for best fragrance oh, man, of the is year. That, is it, is so that an Oscar? Or it's called. Tony? It's called it's like the a, Oscar of the perfume world. I know, but what do they call those things? Are they called like esters or something? The sniffies? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, man, they got the sniffies. Um, she, she's a multi-sniffy winner. She's the only artist to have a number one single on the Billboard chart in six consecutive decades from the 1960s to the 19, or 2010s. Wait, can you say it again? She has had So she's had a number one, one single on, on Billboard every decade uh, starting in the 1960s to the tw- 2010s. And she's the only artist to have what that. What was her number um, one six, in 2010s? Yeah, do you know, Jason, what she did in, in the 2010s? The ABBA song. Oh, she did Dancing Queen, didn't oh, she? Oh, that did totally it. makes yeah. sense. Dancing, yeah, That yeah. was recent. We already yeah. ranked, so Dancing she, Queen's on here. She but, also yeah. is the first one to use auto-tune That's in the true. 90s with her hit. I was going to bring Believe. this up. Um, so do you think that that is a feather in our cap or do you think that's something that maybe is a mark against her, right? Because some people if, say, I don't like it. She got copied so much. If QAnon used auto-tune... <laughs> that would be a fail on autotune. But since Cher did it first, so I would say that you can't go wrong. If we were ranking autotune, I wouldn't rank it at the bottom of the list. You know you know what I'm saying? We're not ranking autotune. No, yeah, it's and a mixed it's thing. It's a mixed it's thing, some, and there's it, some great it's, examples it's, of it. Gets, it's like bongo drums. Some things you and like, so the only way that I think I could... The didgeridoo? 
Man, one time I went to this party. It was a two-digit party. Whoa. There were two different two dudes, two different groups of people showed up with dueling, digits, dueling didgeridoos. And, yeah, and they were like, "This is in uh, in Eugene, Oregon." And there's yeah, like, shocker. I was thinking like, I'm in the wrong place. Like I can't be here. There was one dig, and I'm like, "This is really bad. I don't like it." And then another dude shows up, and they look at each other like, "Hey, we're both gonna digit," and they they're like. The sounds are wrapping around each other. The digits just going, you know. Did someone like bust dancing. out the poi, light it on fire, and start doing fire dancing? No, there wasn't poi, but there was somebody in the front yard doing juggle sticks. Oh, you know nice. those juggle sticks? Yeah. That sounds cool, man. Man. Yeah, I, it's not. Lucky. That stuff's not for me, you know. The good, but luckily we're not ranking those things today. We can if we want to do a speed round, but Jake's uh, pretty no, strict. I don't, on I'm, that. I'm too strict for that, and we've, we've yeah. gone pretty long with share. Uh, Jason, was, okay, is there anything, anything else to... significant uh, that we should uh, consider uh, before we move on to ranking share? What's her real name? Sherilyn. Okay. Sarkisian. Her name legally is just the one name, Cher. Mm-hmm. Like she, she, she changed her it. Checks that yeah, because in the eighties she had like because she'd been married a few times she had like Bono and Almond. Here's one mark against her, and I don't think you're gonna disagree with this. If it has anything to do with Elijah Blue, you're right. No, this has to do with one of her boyfriends who she lived with for a couple of years after Greg. Allman. We don't hold people's exes against them, man. Well, it's Gene Simmons. Mm. Oh, that's <laughs> That's oh, gross, man. That guy's so gross. <laughs> it's true, but I'm not gonna hold that against her. I don't know why she would. Uh, you know, I mean, she was with Denny. I don't know. She's I don't know. curious. Yeah. yeah, I mean, man, Gene Simmons is really gross. He's like maybe the grossest <laughs> dude I can think of. Uh, well, like I kind of hold it against her. <laughs> I said I wouldn't, but it's hard not me to think. It what kind been of judgment worse. is that? She could have dated Steven Tyler. <laughs> Good point. I, would, I, I don't. Have you seen his feet? Can we rate yeah, Steven Tyler's yeah. feet? I don't want to talk about it. This is an Aerosmith-free zone, so we don't talk about Aerosmith here. But uh, I don't. Now that I heard that phrase, and I know, like, I, I it's, uh, it's oppressive, man, because it's like this is the place where I go to not think about Aerosmith. If I go outside yeah. my door, someone is driving by listening to Dream On, you know. So we're gonna have to like, rank Aerosmith sometime, but I don't think it's gonna be today. Let's move on to ranking share. Hopefully not. What other entertainers are on so the list? So we've got Prince at number one. At number three, we have Hank Williams Sr. We have Hank Williams Jr. at number 47. Hank Williams Jr. at number 47. and No uh, contest with and that one. Jenny McCarthy at number no. 46. I mean, Jenny McCarthy she, doesn't have any songs. She, she doesn't have any songs, right. So we have musician. Cheech and Chong at number 20. And Jessica Rabbit yeah, but, at number 19. Who? Well, Jessica Rabbit's a fictional she's character. she's a performer. I don't know if it, but then again, fictional characters, they have a less complicated legacy, right? Because... Uh, Jessica Rabbit was never uh, dressing up in a full headgear and whatnot. There's, you know what I mean, I don't, I don't or, or whatever, no or that. never dated Gene Simmons or whatever. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, so it's like it's sometimes I feel like they have an advantage, right? They can have cleaner hands because they're fictional characters. And if and if they did do those things, they can be like, well, these creeps, these animators made me, uh, yeah, yeah, know, made me date Gene Simmons. They were just or drawn that way. Yeah, exactly. You do have Dancing Queen at number seventeen, yeah. and Cher mm-hmm. brought that back to be a hit single. Yeah, I think that. I mean. I, I think she I, goes above that. Yeah, yeah, that would be. I agree. That would be the. And she's beloved by everybody, like, uh, except my dad. Like, you know <laughs> what I mean? It's like, uh, gay people love her, straight people love her, okay. black and white. You know. I what will mean? go as far she, to say that if it wasn't for Cher, then uh-huh. shirtless men wearing elaborate angel wings, gold lame shorts, and furry boots. Wait a minute. Would no, not we exist. Have, we have the men with furry cha-cha heels. On the Sorry, list. I didn't scroll over far enough. I just assumed it was furry <laughs> oh, okay. boots. No, no, we got. Furry I don't know where you guys heels. got that from. That's not. We didn't rank the ones with boots. We had someone submit that to us. Um, I think in the episode that you haven't heard yet. Uh, so yeah. that idea is ranked at number 10. Mm-hmm. So, so you, Jason, think, you, you think, think that's that, the floor? I'm sorry, you think that would be below share or above share? That would be below share because so if sh- it wasn't for share, number 10 would Oh, you're exist. right. That might not exist or it might not have the place so in the world. It would be very boring. Yeah. 
So here's the thing. I think Hank Williams Sr. should go above Cher. Hank Williams Sr. like basically created a whole new genre of music that has come down to us now. We're still talking about him this many years later, right? Yeah, and he only um, lived to the age of 29 doing so. I'm just comparing him with Cher. On the other hand, he did a lot of really bad, like much more problematic yeah, stuff it can, than Cher it can be presumed he's the worst person. I agree. Yeah, he's Safe. probably a worse human being. Like, Has also, he... we don't know his, his opinions on things. There was no Twitter back then, but he, I can only imagine <laughs> what kind of awful stuff he would be saying. Did he win an Academy it? Award? He never won shot? really any awards. He died in a car mm. off of a reaction to uh, pills. And, and alcohol, I think. Yeah. yeah. If, had he gone on to live uh, as long as Cher did, he may have won some of those. But also, like, if you die young, you kind of escape the uh, escape being reconsidered and also like he didn't get to have a late career that was embarrassing or awful right he could have been the godfather of autotune for all we know it's yeah. true uh, or he or he could have made like some just some really awful stuff you know what I mean like he did people yeah. in the fifth Hank Williams the third yeah oh yeah he, did, he didn't make he, didn't make he contributed directly, to it he had an indirect role yeah. in it that's true so, and he did make Hank Williams Jr. who uh, mm -hmm. is even though we like a lot of his songs he is very close to the bottom of the list yeah, and probably is going to remain that way unless, you know. But we do, and because of Cher, if we want to talk about Offspring, we have Chaz. Well, the offspring and we have is, Elijah not, Blue. Oh, I see. I thought we were talking about I don't know anything about Chaz or Elijah Blue. Chaz I don't know is an if activist uh -huh. in the gay community, the LGBTQ plus community. And Elijah Blue? Elijah Blue is a singer of the band Deadsy with their hit song, I Got the Key to the Gramercy Park. I don't okay, know. Okay, you don't need to know it. And what about the third? Doesn't she have a third child? She Oh, the third child was... The Almond and Woman album. Oh, I see what you're saying. Oh, never mind. They made, she also made this album. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, she refuses um, to release it digitally. So are we looking at around Hank Williams Sr.? Yeah, I, I kind of think this is somebody who doesn't make anybody... Uh, makes people happy and doesn't make anybody unhappy. So, right. right? I would put her above Donald Duck because oh. her half-breed, <laughs> although problematic... <laughs> Oh, Donald. Donald's in Donald well. is a lot more problematic. Well, Donald. Okay, one thing is, in sharp contrast to a lot of cartoon characters from that era, he doesn't have like a blackface element to him, like Mickey Mouse does, for example, or like Bugs Bunny even does, right? He's not wearing white gloves. He just happens to have white hands. You know what I mean? He has feathers. So, I mean, Donald Duck also kind of taught me to read. So, I give him like that. Me personally, I want to give him uh, high marks for that. But I, but I don't know. I could be talked into it. What do you think? I personally... Well, we know Jason says above Donald Duck, so you want below Prince, and why not above Prince? That would just J make my life if so Cher was number Jason one. Jason would put her at the very top of the list. She is the very top. She's the uh, queen of my world. She should be the queen of yours. So... Prince would be below the queen, right? I'm fine with putting her above Hank Williams Sr. I don't I like her music anymore, and I, you know, like, I'm not like more likely to listen to her music, but I just based on the idea that, like, I think she has had maybe not as broad an impact, but she has had, you know, quite an impact on the world, maybe as broad an impact, and generally, um, she's had a positive impact, uh, and she's talented, like, maybe she didn't write her own songs like he did, but yeah, she I also think, acted I think songwriting's it. a bit uh, yeah, overrated, yeah. so I, I'm not a songwriter dude, you so know, so Donald, I, I get Donald it. Duck, he's very iconic. Donald Duck is a double threat because he, he's in cartoons, but he's also in little comic strips and whatnot, comic books. He's know? a bad influence, he's though, too. is my contention. Um, well, man, troublemaker. Not, he's a troublemaker. Real rebel rouser. Yeah. He's got a bad, he does have a bad temper, but it's like the world is arrayed against him. He, he makes him lose his mind. I don't blame him, you know? Does he? Uh, and Cher's kept her it, composure this whole time. Well, I mean, she, she said a bad word to David Letterman. What she, she said to David it. Letterman? She called him an asshole. I, I, yeah. Well, he is. That's yeah. his whole oh, yeah, thing, okay. She calls him a, she's a real straight shooter. You know what? The way he would treat people, and I always liked him, you know, but it wore thin after a while where, you know, he's like, you know, he doesn't kiss people's asses when they come on the show. 
and they, and you know they know that that's kind of the treatment they're getting but it, you know but if she doesn't want to take I shit from it, a man I get whatever it. like I, that's fine you know then what about prince then Cher like has the, danced with prince before but prince has danced with prince every time he danced so <laughs> but every time and, prince danced did he dance sure. with Cher? but i like prince like the prince songs that i like i like more than i like Cher songs if I hear Little Red Corvette right now, I'd say, go away, you guys. I'm trying to listen to Little Red Corvette. I turn this off and I start dancing around. Then the Shoop Shoop song by yeah, Cher I... comes on and then commence the dancing. That's from the Mermaids movie. So I guess we're at an impasse here. It seems like we're at an impasse, but Jason, will you settle for having Cher at number two under Prince? My apologies to Cher I mean, you, when she hears can this. Can you live with that? I think Cher uh, would you know, recognize that Prince is an immense talent that graced the world with so much culture and art that she would be yeah. she would be fine I with think falling below Prince. She's got those sniffies and those Grammys. Like, she's okay. Like, I don't <laughs> she's think she's going to lose any sleep over it. Okay, so we'll do share it number two. Um, let's do a break, right. and then we'll come back and rank your oh, thing. It's, um, i got to be honest with you guys. You guys are going to... Yeah, it's, it's a top shooter. We'll find out All after right. the break. All right, here's what's up. I got one. We're going to rank it, and I'm optimistic. Okay. It's, I'm shooting for the top. Dolly Parton. Yeah. Oh fuck. Um, What's up with that? So we could probably do this without very much conversation. Real quick, but do you want to? Dolly <laughs> is number one. Uh, Dolly is a singer and songwriter and musician. Uh, yeah. One of the yeah. like a, a country music classic, like like Hank Williams. Also right. an icon to very many people, like Cher is. Also a songwriter, right? Also a businesswoman. Yeah. Also a theme park entrepreneur. There is yep. a little bit of some. She did this thing where she had the Civil War themed chain of restaurants. Uh, wasn't there was only one of them, and it was at. Yeah, Hollywood. wasn't it called Heart of Dixie? Yeah, it's basically like the Yankees sit on one side, and the, you know, and it's like it was like medieval times, but, the but Civil War. But you know, Civil people, War. Yeah. people do things. And this, Honestly, the second oh. she thought about it, she removed the shit out of that, got rid of. Yeah. yeah she changed everything. It. No yeah, more yeah. Dixie. I, I'm just saying, I I had to be in fairness if I'm going if we're going to talk about. Uh, Cher is having a headdress on you know I had to mention this Dolly um, has written yeah. a couple songs that have made me cry which I can say that about Cher but I could say that about Hank Williams you know if we're using that criteria Dumb Blonde or Jolene for example or the Coat of yeah. Many Colors right she's a very clever very funny person um, she said it doesn't hurt my feelings when people say I'm a dumb blonde because I know I'm not dumb and I also know I'm not blonde and I thought <laughs> Dolly fucking rules mm -hmm. Dolly wrote the song um I will, I will always, always love, love you. you. Yes, you know it's a, yeah. a business song, right? It's about uh, the end of a business partnership uh, with Porter this guy. Well, yeah, with, I, yeah. I, I think it's a little bit more. I know. I'm sure there might have been some other stuff going on. Uh, it seems like yeah, it was. But the thing but, is, she. I mean, she gets those checks from, from Whitney until the day Whitney died. She was getting a check every yeah. month in the mail. She must have loved it. It must have been. She did. It was yeah. like if you're a songwriter and someone else is singing your song. And like shooting, like going for it with it. They're touring around. They're like number one, the number one karaoke song in the world. You know, was is I will always love you, or was for a long time. I mean, it was like I just called to say I love you, and then it got beat out by. It. So, She's also Miley Cyrus's yeah. godmother. Have you ever seen the movie where she falls in love with? I want to say James Woods. She moves to straight Chicago talk. to become. That's, that's yeah. Straight Talk is a good movie. It's I a saw great that. Movie. Uh, Nine to Five is another great film. Nine to Five is great. She's they're bringing great that back. Not only did they make it a musical, and Dolly with was Dolly? involved in it. They're bringing uh -huh. back 9 to 5 with Jane Fonda and Lily Tomlin. So 9 to 5 was written for the movie or was the she movie wrote it based on, on the song? Yeah. So she was on set and she said, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to make this. Legend has it that she did the beat with her fingernails or the, her fingernails are, oh, yeah. are the credited in oh. the song. You know about Tasseltop? She wrote that song Tasseltop? 
How does it go? She, I know that Tesla tap. Can you sing it for me? Uh, uh, I can't really sing it. You should hear her sing it. I, it I, goes, little tiny tassel top. You're the only friend I got. I love you an awful lot. Hope you'll always stay. It's the first song she ever wrote. She was a little. She wrote it when she was like four. And the re- she Is wrote it, it about her sorry. doll, and her doll was just a corn cob with corn silk on it called tassel top. A real corn cob with the little eyes corn silk something. coming out the top. And but yeah, and maybe a dress on it. And I sang that to my wife when she was giving birth because it was a like a song that we both knew, and. Like, I, that's a song that'll make me cry if I think about it. You know what I mean? Like, this is a song. I mean, just a little song. This little kid. Think about this little Dolly. Because the thing is, Dolly grew up. She didn't have a lot. She grew up with a dirt floor, and man. And she would... Back in they, Seaverville, in the, Tennessee. Did you see that Ken Burns country music? Mm-hmm. They talk about... Uh, it. Somehow it came out that she could memorize long strings of numbers. So they she would go on TV and memorize these long strings of numbers for people. It would be just something like a human interest story. But they would pay... It's like her, a parlor trick. Yeah, they'd pay her a little money and she'd do it on TV. They'd be like, you know, here's 100 numbers. Locally, yeah. like whatever, in the 1950s. Got, I guess not a lot of entertainment back then. So yeah. she used that money to buy her family a TV so they could watch it. Like they didn't have any of that stuff. They didn't have electricity. They had outhouses and everything. And just thinking about what a good heart she seemed to have. You know, oh, she's giving those books to those kids. You the know, Imagination Library. Tuition. The Imagination Library. So honestly, she's basically like a hero. I didn't even get into like she's beautiful. She's so sad. Do you oh, want yeah. a you, know, you want a good fact about we, Dolly? A recent yeah. fact. So yeah. she's always been pretty quiet about her political beliefs her social beliefs she's always been supportive of gays recently she came out for black lives so this is a woman who has built her career on pretty much being switzerland when it comes to anything controversial she straight up said that she is for black lives which was insane to think the weight that that statement had Especially yeah. like for her fan base and coming for from her, her, yeah, and and from where she comes from to be saying that it, it means that like there are people who she who aren't going to go to Dollywood this year because she said that because she said well, that yeah. you know what I'm saying it like, also be because it was closed because of COVID but but there are also probably people who will maybe be you know what uh, I don't be, like think, think a little bit more about Black Lives I, when they I, I just she I just say that, someone you know? who's in that in the lives in the world that she lives in and like has the audience that she has yes it's a giant crossover but she that's actually like putting money where her mouth is mm-hmm. like saying like this is yeah, yeah this, totally. it, it doesn't it doesn't really matter you know like she's doing the right thing so anyway i'm shooting for the top i had to do it it was important i just thought i should try it you know that's well, the, I mean, that's all um, the, i can't i can't think anything bad to say about uh, her yeah she's great she, yeah she plays a saxophone i didn't she know plays that. saxophone she plays it backwards I mean, to think about all the instruments she plays the saxophone was my favorite yeah, and we didn't even get into again, like Phil said, we didn't even get get into being creepy about. I've like, been within twenty feet of her because she pointed at me and said oh, something, but exciting. I was hysterical. What did she say? Don't know. Was it like I was hysterically just like Dolly's pointing at me? It was at Dollywood. She was uh-huh. on a buggy going down the parade. Did she say I like your Confederate flag? There was no Confederate flag. I will buy them if I find them at thrift stores and I burn them immediately. Fun fact. Burn him oh. at the store. Nice. Um, let's rank her. Number one. All right, let's we do get, it. Number one. Um, let's put her at number one. Anybody got any no. complaints about that? No, she got to go number above, one. Above Prince, and honestly, yeah. I don't know if any other human being is going to pass her. I can't imagine the person who might, but I mean, we'll see. Maybe Were you a Dolly will... fan growing up? So growing up, I, I didn't, the only song of hers that I really knew of until I Will Always Love You came out. Um uh-huh which I didn't at the time realize that was her song, was 9 to 5, oh, I yeah, think. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I liked her. Like, I mean, I thought she was great. I'd seen 9 to 5. I didn't become nuts about her until later. Have you, you ever know, seen that pic of her? 20s. It's a black and white pic of her when she, she's very young. And it's like, 
the most beautiful pic you ever saw of a human being. Jason's got a t-shirt with that picture. Right I now. bought it at the Greek when I, I saw just... her in like 2008. <laughs> okay, because I was looking at that picture and I just tripped out on it. I was like, because like Photoshop didn't exist then. You know, so I understand yeah. they can put a nice filter on it and they can rub Vaseline on the lens and whatnot. But it's a pretty amazing picture that that's a real human being. She's an angel. You know? Yeah. Yeah. She's an Amongst angel. Amongst us. Um, let's take a break and we'll rank one last thing uh, real quick. All right, let's do it. Okay, we're back. Yeah. And my thing was from the list of submissions from listeners. This is um, submitted by uh, our listener Trevor, uh, and it's a hair bun on men, also known as the man bun. Does it always go? How big is a man bun usually? I, my hair's getting long. I think I'm going to do Depends that. on the, the amount of hair. I don't think you could do it, Phil, because your hair's short. I think you need to have at least probably... Maybe sh- a mini bun? Either sh- shoulder length. Shoulder length or maybe like, I don't know, a bob length. And you put like a scrunchie be. around it? How do you maintain you it? You do a scrunchie. A tie. You put. There's lots can of you put to do it. it. Bobby uh, pins. Chopsticks crossed in it. You could. Mm-hmm. You I don't think. see that often um, on a man I, bun, but you could. I realize I don't really know how hair long. I, hair I don't works, think you see that anymore. I feel like I haven't seen that in a, in a while. Uh, you people. clearly don't watch Ninety Day Fiance. What, oh. what happens? Or what sorry, 90 not Ninety Day Fiance. Stacy and Darcy, which is a spin-off, is a spin-off of Ninety Day Fiance. I'll tell you what I've been watching though. Um, it's called Sexy Beast. It's a British dating show. It's on broadcast television. They take these scummy people that want to fuck one another and they make them wear prosthetics so they look like aliens and monsters and then they have to be <laughs> on a dating show. It's the dumbest idea that I've ever heard of. But you know. So anyway, tell me um, what... So uh, these man buns. Man um, buns. I did a bunch of research on them. Mm-hmm. They've been worn historically. Uh, samurai wore them. Oh, like a top knot. Sumo wrestlers wore them. The guys, those terracotta soldiers um, from China... That you know, yeah, we were yeah. from 300 BC. Those guys, a lot of them have. Them. Those guys come to life um, at night, though, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, of yeah. course. They were worn by barbarians. Uh-huh. Did Conan have one? Conan didn't have Conan one. Conan just he had, had one. He probably did at times. He had long hair. Um, and maybe like he, he might have been the new Conan that came. And he out, looked at uh, Red Sonia's and jealousy of the things yeah. he can do with that exactly. hair. Wait, um, what kind of hair did Red Sonia have? Long. She just had long red hair, hair right? Yeah. That Conan probably wanted. I thought that Red Sonia had short hair in the movie because. Like, no, she doesn't. But the actress had short hair. I think she it's did. Bridget Nielsen, thinking, right? There was a, a Jason Momoa Conan. Right, and he, he might have had it. Yeah, I can imagine him. Historically. Like, it seems yeah. like he's the kind of guy who it would work on, you know, because he's got a lot of hair, and it's hot, it's summertime. What are you going to do with it, you know? I, I kind of yeah. understand it. I think that's what a lot of uh, men that wear man buns try to emulate is that Jason Momoa look. There's been yeah. few right. or, public or figures or... that have had man buns. Chris Hemworth is a really delicious yeah. example. I can't picture his bun. I, I think I him... can picture his buns. <laughs> I think he's wearing he had... a little bit in Thor. Um, Wait, Thor has she, a man she, bun? She, he doesn't wear his she, hair down? I think he does. Once Sometimes you want an updo. Get it off the shoulders. Yeah. It's Did warm. you see the Thor movie where he got a haircut? It was jarring for me. For to see Thor have a haircut, you know what I mean? But it looked good, I had to admit. I liked the movie, too. He can do whatever he wants with his hair. But uh, Thor should have long hair, I always thought. But I guess I'm... I bet you they didn't insure it. And when he chopped his hair off, the execs were pissed. Oh, you mean like yeah. they had it had this contract that he mm-hmm. couldn't get a haircut and Nick, you can't go skiing either? Yeah. That'd be they were like, we know the devil's Sonny bargain. Bono didn't have that contract. <laughs> you think that was an inside job, by the way? Do you think Cher planted that tree? The tree was in on it? Yeah, no, Cher didn't Cher need to planted do shit. The tree. No. Cher is an angel as well. She would not do I, such a thing. We already ranked her so we it's cannot, too late. If it turns out she put that tree there. Then she shoots she, the number one because that's mastermind material right there. She should have done it like True. 10 years earlier so yeah. we, so that we could have things back in public domain instead of being for 100 years like they are now. As I was saying, Shiva, the Hindu deity, has a hair bun. Okay, but Buddha is frequently depicted with a man bun. Uh-huh. Um, not when he's bald, but when he's. When did it start taking off recently? Is it this? Is it this Momoa thing? Is it? 
been a good decade, I'd say. Is it like that guy from Coldplay or something? David Beckham apparently had one. I don't oh, think that Coldplay makes did, sense. But it's you a never Beckham know. situation. Uh, and that was that started in the early like 2010s, and then so um, we're we're talking, Leto, Leto had we're talking one. like embezzled jeans as well at that time. I think there's a lot so, of backlash against it around that time mm-hmm. too. There is, you know. Did I you see embezzled jeans or bedazzled jeans? Embezzled. Did I say embezzled? <laughs> is that just you where you, you should say embezzled? That's just where you steal them. I thought it was some kind of jeans I didn't know about. I wasn't cool enough to know about. But. I know. I was like, it sounds cool, man. I, and, then, and then I thought you said bedeviled. They're like cursed jeans. But <laughs> they, embezzled jeans. Well, they jeans are. Is if you're wearing them, you're cursed. You might as well have a Michael Kors bag. <laughs> uh, so Fashion um, suicide, am I here's, right? Here's the thing is, yeah, I, I was, was going to say was, the same thing. I was looking at man buns. I don't on the like internet. I don't like man bun backlash. I'm, yeah, I hear about man buns. It's one of those things you only hear about from people who don't like it. They're like all they're talking about is I don't like this man bun this this man bun that. It's like man. It's funny because like so if you look for images online, all the images of them are fucking really good looking dudes. So uh-huh. you're like oh yeah these are, these are pretty cool like Hemsworth Malmoa. Yeah, like, but those guys man can do anything. Cool. It, it doesn't matter. Like, yeah, that's true. Like I was trying to show my son. Uh, I want they, my son they to get square bangs. I know they could. Oh, uh, true. Good point. They could, though, yeah. I bet. Here's the thing. I, don't um, know. I showed my son these pics. I was trying to get him to get square glasses instead of round glasses. He read Harry Potter and he wanted to get these big round glasses. Uh, he's like, no, Dad, in movies and TV, it's always like nerds with square glasses, you know? And he didn't like this nerd stereotype, right? And I was like, we, I looked up handsome guys with square glasses, right? And on Google Image Search. And I, and I showed him. <laughs> it was. I was hoping it would show like Crispin Glover from uh, from Back to the Future. Yeah. But it shows all these guys, and they're all like rugged, handsome model dudes. But like the glasses aren't making them look cool. You know, they look. Yeah. They're just yeah, handsome yeah. dudes. They could have triangle glasses. It wouldn't make a difference. So it didn't really make. If my you point. imagine the man bun on like a dumpy dude with long hair, or like a Danny dude, DeVito. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Danny DeVito, or or like the comic book guy from Simpsons. Yeah. Then it seems more like a. I don't know, like a recumbent bike. I think the problem against you can imagine it is, a dude it, with a with a didgeridoo having one. I just think it's a problem with men who are beautiful. But also, you can imagine Mamua having a didgeridoo. I don't think it looks especially good. So I, it's a mixed bag for me, is what I'm saying. It's fun. Yeah, me too. Like if it's on a good-looking dude, then it looks fine or great. You know, it doesn't elevate anybody. There's nobody where but you say if a guy is like just good-looking, like about as mediocre as you could get. Yeah, I think it like takes are away. Are you describing from Bradley it, Cooper? He's had a man yeah. bun. No, I think Bradley that's Cooper's actually a good looking. example. He's a handsome dude, but it's never like you see him and you think, you know what makes his look like really pop is yeah. a man bun. Maybe for or like somebody. it wouldn't make Philip Seymour Hoffman look better. Well, yeah, especially not now. <laughs> not now. Which is an awful thing to say, Jake. You should be ashamed of yourself. It wouldn't make the Crypt Keeper look better either. For all we know, either. he's six feet underground with a man bun. He probably said True. that to the, um, to the uh, what do you call the Crypt Keeper? No, not the, <laughs> no, Philip Seymour Hoffman, when he gets, what, what do you call the guy who puts, makes Saint you Paul? up? St. Peter. No, the guy who makes you up before you die. When you die, I mean. The mortician? The mortician. He slipped him a 20, and he was like, hey, you know what I want when you put me into my final open... Embalm uh, me like, like you embalm one of your French ladies? <laughs> yeah, and then he's, yeah. Like, he's like, okay, got it, man, but it is. One last note is that Trevor, who submitted this, has somewhat long hair. Um, like he could wear a man, man bun. Does he do and it? I think I've never seen him do it. Um, it would look to me it would look jarring because it's a man bun, and they they are. Oh, I think they're well. Like, yeah, he's gonna he, do it to put pickles in, in, in like the no. pickles. Um, they are they're intrinsically silly. I think unless you see them on like a movie stars. So if he did it, I'm not sure how much I would like it. But he is good looking enough that I think he could pull it if off. If you saw him walk in I'm there, would can, you say who does this guy think he Trevor is? Trevor can he probably totally wants... pull off a man bun. I would yeah. I would turn my okay. head if I mean, he okay. was. Zipping so, by yeah, but, on the sidewalk. But if he had bangs, you'd do the same thing. No. You'd be like, oh, look. I probably, I would be like, whoa. 
What's you doing with those bangs? <laughs> You'd be like, bang, let's, bang. <laughs> let's try to rank man buns because we're, we're getting pretty long. Yeah, here. yeah, yeah. We're getting long in the um, tooth. I got to so, have dinner. I like So I'm looking sort of the, towards the middle of the list because they're not that exciting to me. You know, I'm yeah. not against them. You know, I, I like Whoppers that, more than I like them. Whoppers bring me joy. I'm fine with that. Um, national debt, though, I cared less about, you know, yeah. and band t-shirts. I think right after well, Whoppers. Well, band t-shirts pay your rent, though, man. That's true. And sardines are a food I like to eat. I feel like it's somewhere more around Tommy Bahama shirts. Oh, you know what? I can't put them above Tommy Bahama shirts. Yeah, I, I, Unless I have long hair and a Tommy Bahama shirt exactly. on, and I put it literally above the Tommy mm-hmm. Bahama shirt by wearing one. Um, <laughs> I mean, it, But I think they belong right yeah, around actually, Toshis. Actually, Toshis, Tommy Bahama shirts, and man Which buns. Which is also submitted That's by... That's a look. Toshis is With a pigeon on your shoulder? Yeah, I think that they... Yeah. With eating the Oreos. Uh, While reading a Gambit comic book. Uh, come on. We don't want to get... I bet you Jenny McCarthy's really into man buns. I bet she, Gambit's probably her favorite. I heard he's not vaccinated. Let's put him around toe <laughs> shoes, right? Yeah, I think so. I would put him above toe shoes. Yeah. At number 37, like replacing toe shoes and moving now, toe shoes now, a little bit uh, Jason, down. just so we're clear, when we say toe shoes, we mean those shoes that have like a... Uh, you know, number those, one yeah. listener over here. He's oh, well, Jason, here's the thing. Because I was searching for pictures of those, I get ads for them constantly <laughs> and they're starting to break me down. Did you? <laughs> Ew, <laughs> even worse if you saw Steven Tyler in toe shoes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he can... Yeah, 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 Google it. But like, they, the shoes are starting to look good to me because I, I kind of got Stockholm Syndrome from these ads. So I'm starting to think like eventually I'm just gonna get these these toe shoes, gonna get the hemp ones. What's your thought, Jason? Um, you know, I don't hate man buns. I think they're fine. What's your thought on ranking? I them? think I, they're um, fine. Yeah, I mean Tommy Bahama shirts. You know, I'm fine with Tommy Bahama shirts. Toe shoes, not okay. so this much. Is, I, so this area of the list Tommy is Bahama called shirts, clothing that's it, fine. This is the area of the list. So <laughs> let's put it between Tommy Bahama shirts at 36 and yeah, toe yeah, shoes I at 37. So. I think so too. I oh, agree. All right. Okay, so let's wrap it up. Okay. You have been listening to Every Damn Thing. We hope very much that you enjoyed it. Go to our website, which is... Do you know it, Jason? <laughs> Everydamthing.net. For the updated list and show notes where we fact-check ourselves, give further info on the subjects we talked about, and put in relevant links. You email us at list at... Everydamthing.net. With any suggestions for things to rank, comments, words of encouragement, words of discouragement, corrections, threats, or special offers. Especially corrections. You can subscribe to our show on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, wherever you get your podcast. Our theme song is by Jade Puget. If you enjoyed the show, please rate and review it wherever you listen. If you didn't enjoy it, then keep it to yourself. Tell your best friend the good news. Finally, there's a podcast for them. And thanks so much, uh, Jason, for joining us as our first guest panelist. We hope you uh, would like to come back sometime. Thank you for having me. It was great. Of course. And listener, we will uh, see you next time. Or well, you can listen to us next time or fucking whatever. Bye.